listening to the Dr. Claude Kirshner Show. My name is Dr. Claude Kirshner, and we are here to serve organizational leaders and agile teams who strive for excellence and differentiation. I hope you enjoy the content. If you have any questions or would like some additional resources, please visit our website at www.archconsults.com. Enjoy. If we are a wedding gown rental firm and we partnered with a florist and a photographer, we might be able to share the same customer list. We might be able to collaborate on certain promotional activities for weddings uh, that really benefit all three partners. We'd be talking about the business model canvas. Welcome. Today, we're going to be focusing on the left side of the business model canvas. And I'll just briefly overview the business model canvas and some of its purposes. And then we'll go into the key partners and key activities section of the business model canvas. Going to be a great time. So when we think about the business model canvas, just as a general overview, we want to talk about the ways in which a company is organized. And the business model canvas is split up into nine different sections. The value that we provide to our customers what are we actually giving our customers and, and who are those customers? That's value proposition and customer segment. And then our channels are how do we deliver that value to our customers, our product or service? How does it connect with our customers? How do we physically get it there or virtually get it there? And then we talk about our customer relationships is really how do we get those customers that we just talked about? How do we keep those customers and how do we grow those customers? Maybe we can open up new segments get very creative. And then the last part of the right side of the canvas is revenue streams. And that is what are we selling and how are we selling it? What revenue drivers do we have within our organization? We can get very creative there, but today we're going to go to the left side of the canvas as discussed. And we're going to talk about the key activities and key partners that are associated with the business, the startup, and the business model. So what are key partners? Key partners are a fun, creative, entrepreneurial thing to think about because anybody in any organization, any other company can be a potential partner of yours if you think about it strategically. These could be joint ventures. This can be suppliers. These could be uh, strategic alliances. It really, we're asking ourselves, what key activities does this other organization perform and what key activities do we need to acquire from them? What are they doing potentially better than what we're doing? that we can utilize their services or leverage their skill set or their intellectual property or whatever that might be to become a better organization ourselves. Key partners really are some activities that we outsource, activities and resources that are acquired outside of our organization. Key partners are a network that help make business models more effective. Or some types of key partners, as I mentioned, or key suppliers that I mentioned are strategic alliances, joint ventures, Co-opetition, which is an interesting one, uh, joint business development, suppliers, and traffic partners. It's really illogical for an organization to own everything they do. If you think about it from delivering an end-to-end -end product or an end-to-end -end service to a customer, sometimes it's necessary for us to develop these key partnerships. And partnerships can really provide access to expensive equipment or exceptional expertise. Thinking about these partnerships is really important, especially at the early stages of a business. One of the interesting concepts that we have to realize is that, you know, as a startup or if you are a smaller entity, 
happen if you were to partner with a bigger entity? We have to realize that what are we capable of providing them in the equality or the equitability of that relationship? What does that look like? So outsourcing certain activities to companies that specialize in a particular work. So we'll talk about a lot of examples um, of how this works. And some of them could be payroll, uh, paychecks, could be accounting, could be legal fees, could be administrative duties, could be design services, but partnerships can be beyond make and buy relationships. So key partners, uh, for example, if we are a wedding gown rental firm and we partnered with a florist and a photographer, we might be able to share the same customer list. We might be able to collaborate on certain promotional activities for weddings uh, that really benefit all three partners. So that would be an example of a joint business development collaboration and certainly certain services that can be outsourced as well. So it could be sort of a, a joint venture if formalized. But thinking about that example of a wedding gown rental firm, who would you want to partner with in order to make the organization that you run when it comes to renting wedding gowns, making it better. So one example that is quite interesting and a, and a very cool uh, partnership is how Pepsi and Starbucks created a strategic alliance to open up the brand of Frappuccino and the distribution channels that Pepsi had because they pretty much own that distribution channel. And then the brand of Starbucks and creating that Frappuccino and putting it into the stores and the Quickie Marts and the 7-Elevens, Wawa's, and how that works, that is a strategic partnership and is very much in the key partner section of the business model. One of the most profound partnerships ever created was the partnership between Apple and the record labels of being able to find a, a match with the iTunes store and the iPod at the time and being able to provide uh, music to consumers. So that partnership really profoundly impacted uh, business and the music industry pretty much forever. Uh, an interesting one, which is the co-opetition example, is how certain industries, and we did this in the pool industry a lot, and certainly the landscape industry, they would get together once a year and they would share industry knowledge, share industry progress, things that are happening, industry expertise, which is sort of knowledge, uh, through trade shows. So trade shows are a co-opetition example. And sometimes even industries will have committees uh, where people would get together and sort of fight together for a particular cause in order to get something done. So that would be an example of co-opetition. I know that in a small community that we had, we would have a coalition, sort of a committee of business owners that would work to make sure that the businesses weren't being enforced particular laws or regulations above and beyond what's normal. So we would have a voice uh, with the governing body of how to work businesses into this community. And I would sit on the board with other competitors and we were sort of on the same mission. So that's just an example of co-opetition. Um, another key partnership, which is pretty obvious for a lot of businesses is when we need products or when we need services that we do not make in order to provide value for our customers. So if we want to provide value to our customers, we have to work with suppliers in order to do that. Uh, some examples would be working with ADP for some of our internal employees, working with tax accountants for specialty knowledge with accounting. Um, to make sure we can focus on what we do best, which is serving our customers. And we allow experts to do the payroll. We allow experts to do some of the accounting services. But um, also when we are a, say, we're providing a type of service to a customer, say it's um, picking up garbage cans at their house and recycling material. A lot of times we would 
rely on garbage truck manufacturers to provide us the machinery that we needed in order to perform that service. So we wouldn't make those garbage trucks ourselves. Maybe we'd, we wouldn't make the uniforms that we wear while we're picking up the garbage, but we hire an organization to manufacture and sell us those uh, garbage trucks. And we, we hire a organization like Cintas to provide us with the uniforms. So it's really important in key partnerships that we realize that this could be a potentially long relationship and that we foster these partnerships well and we steward them well because they are a key to be able to deliver value to our customers. And that's a, a big takeaway. So back to that wedding gown example, just think about some of the things you can do if you are a wedding gown organization partnering with a florist company and a photographer, you can share customer lists, um, you can have access to new clients, uh, joint marketing campaigns, customer benefits, because it's more convenient for them. They have better deals and they have better promotions because you have that conglomerate of organizations really delivering on the effectiveness of one event, which would be a wedding. Uh, no additional cost for you as the wedding gown company to step into some of those relationships and collaborate, maybe some cost of your time. And the partnerships can help businesses grow and improve services. So overall, uh, these kinds of partnerships can really be a win-win situation for all the parties involved. And it, it helps them increase customer bases. It helps people improve their service or product and ultimately grows businesses. The one thing to be careful of in partnerships is managing some of the risks associated with them. If we step into a partnership with another organization, uh, a lot of times we don't control their resources. We don't control their decision-making. So we're uh, subordinated to them to deliver on what they say they're going to be delivering and on a timeline that's conducive to us. So I remember often that we would uh, want to collaborate with a another organization and that organization, uh, we would have to meet them on a particular property in order to execute on replacing equipment. And it was a specialty equipment and we would recommend them, but we could not perform the service until that partner scheduled a technician to come out that same day. So we were ready to go, but they weren't. So the time frame was more difficult. And a lot of times there's no clear ownership of the customer. Who is who is taking accountability for this customer? Uh, is it the person we're partnered with or is it us? And that can be sometimes disgruntling and confusing. And also who owns the vision for what it is that we're doing? Uh, a lot of times too, also when we partner with another organization, we're not always partnering with that organization. We're sometimes partnering with a person within that organization. And that person could leave the organization, which uh, which is churn, essentially. They are fired or they quit, and we no longer are in that partnership because the fact that they are uh, no longer there. So key activities. We're moving from key partners to now key activities, which is a different section of the business model. And this one is very straightforward. Uh, there's not too many nuances to it. There's not too many things that can go wrong. These are things that are completely under the entrepreneurs, the owners, the, the founders, the executives role. And key activities are derived by what it is that we own. So they come from key resources. We can only provide the activities with the resources that we have. So key activities are driven by key resources. What you do evolves naturally out of who you are. So that's how our key activities evolve from what we, you know, what we have. Our key activities are physical and mental activities performed on behalf of customers. Our key activities don't describe the more important value created by performing such activities. To identify key activities, think about the critical tasks that we must perform as an organization 
at work regularly to deliver value to our organization or to our customers. So some examples of key activities would be making, selling, supporting. Uh, these are tasks and actions required to create and deliver value on the other aspects of the business model. So what are these key activities? Uh, what, what things do we need to be doing in our organization uh, to make the business model work? So let's look at making for a second. Think about manufacturing products, designing certain things. If you're an artistic marketing company, you have to create uh, things. Think about uh, as a professor, as a uh, business owner, and as a consultant, I want to make sure that I uh, create content for my clients, for my students, and uh, to demonstrate credibility out there. So I need to, to be making uh, videos, be making podcasts, be writing articles. This is important. So developing, delivering services, solving problems is also a big making function. Selling. I think one of the, the stark realities of every business, every entrepreneur, every business owner is that it all starts with a sale. If we're not selling, the venture will not succeed. So selling is the ultimate wake-up call for all entrepreneurs. Promoting, advertising, educating potential customers about services or products. And yeah, I mean, that could be one of, if not the key activity that a business owner does that consumes a lot of their time. And then of course, if you are making good quality products, you're delivering decent services, you're selling, you're getting new customers. Now it's about supporting. So are we hiring people? Are we doing bookkeeping? Are we doing administrative work? Are we making sure the, the company is being ran well? Are we administrating properly? Are we operationalizing things? Are we creating workflows? Are we uh, using software so that our platform can be built so that we can operationalize to deliver value better to our customers. This is supporting activities. It could be very consuming uh, at the later phases or after the business is created and after we have customers, these activities become more important for entrepreneurs, really managerial type of tasks. And a lot of times entrepreneurs tend to hire and outsource some of that. So for service companies, making can include both preparing and delivering services. The customers are more interested in the value they'll receive than the specific tasks the organization performs. So when we start talking to our customers about the tasks that we're doing or the key activities that we're specializing in within our organization, they don't care. They just want to know, what are you providing me? How is this task improving my uh, value that I get as a, as a paying customer? So let's look at the example of a tutoring business that offers one-on-one -on -one and group tutoring sessions to students. Let's think about that for a second. So what are the key activities that that organization or that entrepreneur needs to perform? They're developing a curriculum and lesson plans for each subject, area, and grade level would be one. Hiring and training tutors, matching students with suitable tutors, conducting one-on-one -on -one and group tutoring sessions, tracking and evaluating student progress, providing ongoing support and feedback, marketing and advertising the tutoring services and managing administrative work. These are just some of the key activities that a one-on-one -on -one and group tutoring service would offer. So all these activities are really crucial for the success of the tutoring business and must be well-managed to deliver value to its customers. Our key activities come from our resources. They're about kind of who we are and what we do. And in order to be good at our key activities, we have to realize what do we have, what skill sets, what knowledge do we have to then uh, sell, to uh, make, and to support 
the business in order for the business model to be most effective. We understand key partnerships. We now understand key activities. And one of the crucial roles that we want to do now that we're at this phase is we want to start performing these things so that we can start testing. We want to start looking at partnerships, thinking about these different alliances and and joint ventures and uh, business development partnerships that we can have. And does this work? Do I enjoy this? Is it adding value to my organization? And then we want to go progressively go throughout our days and understand our key activities. And all we're doing here, especially in the early phases of our business, is we're testing these hypotheses. We're testing, is this a valid partnership that I should be stepping into? Is this an activity that I should be performing? And how do we know that? We're intentional about it. We look at it. We think about it. We're, we're strategic. We ask questions to others who are in this space, who are doing what we want to be doing five years from now, successful other companies that are delivering good value to customers. We're either seeing what they're doing. We're just candidly asking them, what are you doing? And looking at some of their partnerships there as well. We're testing these hypotheses so that we can find something that's effective and something that works well. And we're also, also asking our customers, what is it that we can do better for you to deliver better value? So if we have an organization uh, that is growing rapidly and all we're doing is focusing on sales, but our customers are churning, then one of our key activities should probably be more administrative, more supportive, looking at the way in which we're delivering our services or the way in which we're delivering our products. The entrepreneur or executive team should focus probably more there as opposed to focusing on getting new customers. So that's just an example of over time, if we're listening to our customers, because it's all about our customers, it's all about delivering value. How can we utilize our skills and gifts as the entrepreneurs, as the business owners, as the key executives to deliver the best value to our customers? And we're always trying to test that and iterate that in order to, to do it well. So we got to get out of the building to do that. That's the whole concept of understanding and developing this business model. So that is our session today on key partnerships and key activities. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Happy President's Day and uh, looking forward to elaborating more on this in the weeks and months to come to make sure we're amazingly effective with the business model.